Hello, St. Matthews United Methodist Church and our community that is joining us online. I'm Pastor Kelly. And I'm Pastor Dave. And welcome to the nighttime edition of the podcast. I, I know you were this, like... This window is dark. It's, it's dark. It's, un, it's unusual. <laughs> Kelly, like, what happened? Well, the thing is, it's nighttime. Uh, so uh, we're recording this one a little bit later uh, than normally, because normal, it's during the day. Um, but uh, I figured, hey, we, we should mix it up. Mix it up. We're that starting we, a new series. That we ran out of time. There you go. That's it. <laughs> now you know. If you want, if you want the accurate <laughs> like account of what happened, talk to Dave. If you want some flamboyant story that doesn't make any sense and it's just word salad, talk to me. Um, and the spirit is here with us. Uh, so we started a new series. Um, I was out of town this weekend at youth camp. I still don't think I've recovered. By the way, kind of. It takes me days to get over that kind of stuff. <laughs> yeah, Saturday night I was like. Why am I so tired? <laughs> um, so the Apostles' Creed, uh, we're in the Basics of the Faith series, uh, which I'm actually really excited about. Um, and the title of your sermon this week was God Creator. You came out of Genesis 2, 4b through 25, and some other places as well, I think. you kind of Apostles' Creed is not in Genesis. <laughs> I mean, you'll tell us how you found it there, too. But... Um, but uh, uh, you know, so we finished our, our doubt series, um, and I and I love how you've how you've kind of gone from uh, things that people who are asking faith questions or spiritual questions can kind of struggle through, and kind of your take on that. And and we've we've been through this journey together to uh, the Apostles' Creed, which is like the it's not all like it's not math answers, right? Because math like makes sense and it's clear, but the Apostles' Creed is is a for me, as we're trying to navigate some of those questions and even just questions of faith, right, as we're trying to be believers and follow Jesus faithfully, right, um, the Apostles' Creed is a really good place to, like, camp. It's full of really good stuff. And so to go (laughs) from, like, we have doubt and we're struggling and let's, like, learn how to, like, appropriately talk about those things and it's okay to have doubts and, and be scared and to work through that stuff too. Okay, now here's a little bit more of, like, a... Let's walk this out too, and it and helps. Mm-hmm. I thought it was brilliant, so I wanted y'all to know that I thought it was brilliant too. Um, so let's start with uh, this is why I like I like working with Dave because I'm learning a lot about. Oh, that's a really smart way to put that. I would have just been like, "Here you go." Uh, <laughs> uh, but you started with the definition of what a creed is, right? Because I think at times, right, people can think like. They associate like, well, the Apostles' Creed, if you're a faith person or a person of, of, of faith, like, well, the Apostles' Creed, but like, it's not the only creed. No, there's a lot of, of them. A lot of yeah. different creeds. So in the sermon, right, you kind of talked about what a creed is. Mm-hmm. And go ahead, Dave. <laughs> well, a creed, creed is one of those churchy words. I mean, it's not, a, it's not something that you, you'll talk about in your normal kind of mm-hmm. life. I bet... I bet Probably there's not a one who's listening to this who uses that in their job um, at some point. Um, but By the is, way, it would be really <laughs> weird if you were working at a job. And they Let were like, us know if you use the word creed. <laughs> Homework. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but So it is one of those church words, but it, it it's really a statement of faith. Hmm. Um, you know, it comes from a, a Greek word, credo, and, and it just simply means a statement of faith. Um, so, you know, a very simple kind of short statement of faith is simply Jesus is Lord, Mm. you know, so that could be a creed in itself. Right. Um, the apostles creed was then, uh, uh, is, is a statement of faith, 
that really gets its roots from like the third century um, uh, in uh, uh, in Rome, uh, and kind of has a progression of where it came to us. It kind of uh, we think it kind of came in this, but finally evolved or progressed into this form that we use that we know probably in the eighth century or so. Right, um, is when it finally kind of landed in this form, um, but it is the statement of uh, belief. the The legend and the way it got its name is that uh, you know people said, "Well, the twelve disciples each put a line in it." You know, supposedly there's twelve lines. I can't. I have trouble counting the lines and making it come out to twelve. It comes out to thirteen or fourteen, kind of depending depending on how you do it. But that was the legend. Each each apostle then put a line in. And that's how it got its name, the Apostles' Creed. But we don't really believe that's the way it kind of formed. Um, but that's that's the way it, it came to us, the way it is. One of my favorite things Dave does when we're podcasting is he'll look at me and he'll say something like, yeah, it kind of came to us in the 8th century. And he'll look at me like, you know, and I go, no, I don't know. Uh, what? <laughs> like, huh? That's. Now, I want you to prove to to check me there. I, no, did I get that. Right? I don't know. I just <laughs> Dave's Dave's talking, so we should all listen. Literally, like, like teach us, Dave. Uh, but but yeah, and I and I love that. Like, so it's a churchy word, right? So I I think that more is like if you work at a place that's like telling you to put your faith in the business, run. Uh, <laughs> but um, I also think of the boxer. Apollo Creed. Uh, <laughs> yeah, this is not that. Nope. Um, but so, so I, I think there's a couple of things you did in there that are really cool. One is, you know, people attributed uh, like people inputting into it that that logic doesn't make any sense. Um, but it's neat to see kind of like a, 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 a theology, right? Or this, this creed that uh, was heavily informed by, um, our faith and then people kind of uniformed it and then shared it. And it's, it's really cool. Mm-hmm. I think that's a really neat um, kind of expression of faith. And and I, I guess I give the caveat to, if you're watching and listening to this, right? Like um, we're part of an ancient faith, right? It, it is, we are connected to people who, who went before us, who did things that we are the beneficiaries of, mm-hmm. which is one of my favorite things about being a Christian mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. I'm like, Oh, so I learned eighth century. Um, uh, so, uh, awesome. Now you went from that. <laughs> now I'm saying this in a way where Dave's going to be like, well, duh. Cause I said this, but hold on. Um, where then you went to Genesis and I went, cause I was out of town. So I'm like watching it going, okay, notes for podcast. So you weren't there to stop me. And I went, and I went, <laughs> I went, he said apostles creed. Why are you in Genesis? Like what's going on? And, uh, Dave, why were you in Genesis? <laughs> uh-huh. So we're studying the Apostles' Creed over the season of Lent. This is the oh, duh face, by the <laughs> way. <laughs> over the season of Lent. And so we're breaking it down kind of phrase by phrase into, mm. into six phrases so that it would fit in So not in 13 Lent. lines, not six 13, phrases. Not 13, not 14. <laughs> um, but uh, I'll, I've broken it into, into Lenten-sized pieces. <laughs> And uh, that's making it so, the final edit. So, <laughs> so the the creed begins, I believe in God, the father almighty maker of heaven and earth, our creator in heaven and earth. Mm. And so that's the phrase that we focused on uh, to begin with. And guess and, where you find that. And and guess what? We're going to go in order all the way through uh, the creed as we go through Lent. So, so next excited. week, it'll be the second part. That's awesome. <laughs> uh, so guess where you find God being referred to as creator. 
Genesis. Yeah. <laughs> um, I also like that you didn't do Genesis one because it gets confusing. Um, but <laughs> like Pastor Kelly, what do you mean? Not going there today. Uh, so, so you did Genesis two, right? Mm-hmm. What did mm-hmm. I say? Two, four B through twenty five. Mm-hmm. Um, God creator, right? So, why don't you walk us through a little bit of like why you picked that part of Genesis and the parts of that that you were teaching on on Sunday that were kind of important? Mm-hmm. Um, so, well, let me compare and contrast Genesis one and two. They in uh, in Genesis one is probably the the chapter that most people are familiar with. Uh, you know, uh, in the beginning, you know, God created heaven and earth. You know, he he spoke uh, each each day of the the week. He spoke into creation um, the uh, uh, whatever that day was was assigned. And then at the end of each day, he said, and, and he saw that it was good. He's created mm-hmm. this, and he saw that it was good. And so that is, uh, uh, I see that as as really a see God from that story as a kind of a cosmic kind of creator, someone mm-hmm. who is distant, someone who is kind of in the heavens, uh, you know, arranging the chessboard and, and creating uh, in that mm-hmm. way. Yeah. In Genesis 2, the portrait of God or the way God is portrayed is is uh, very different. Mm-hmm. Uh, in Genesis 2, uh, God creates um, uh, humanity. First of all, he creates man first, uh, in Genesis one, he creates man and and women on the sa- at the same time. Mm-hmm. Um, but in Genesis two, he creates man uh, first, and he and the way it's described, you know, God is. I can see the the image. God is on God's knees and and kind of scoops up the dust, mm. and uh, you know, kind of like playing with mud pies or something, you know, from a kid, and then breathes into mm-hmm. uh, man the breath of life. It's a very intimate, yes, kind of connected uh, portrait of God, uh, and I you know, honestly I like that portrait better than the cosmic, you know, distant, you know, kind of portrait of God. So we have here in these two creation stories two different views of who God is as Creator. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so so we have God as as the Creator, you know, that that is throwing lightning bolts or whatever you want to, <laughs> however you want to see it. Um, Kind of, kind of thing out in the heavens and the cosmos, mm-hmm. uh, kind of aligning the stars and whatnot. Uh, but in Genesis two, it's really a personal kind of. Uh, well, if we read a little further into Genesis three, God is described as kind of walking in the garden, you know, with Adam and Eve. Um, just you can kind of picture Sabbath. it. You can picture it as a you know just kind of hanging out in this cool kind of the cool lush, of the day lush kind of landscape and you can hear almost the waterfall in the background and just enjoying uh, enjoying creation and I see a lot more of that in Genesis two than I see in Genesis one God just reveling and taking part in all of creation mm-hmm. um, you know well and and you have yes I yes. Hundred <laughs> percent, and I was joking with Dave before we started the podcast. Uh, you know, Genesis one, two, and three are like, you know, pastors, Christians, believers, right? That you meet. Everybody has a lot of the people I've talked to, right, throughout my faith journey, have like different parts of the Bible that they just love, and they love to camp out in. And I'm not saying I know things. I'm just like, for me, Genesis one, two, and three are like, besides the Gospels, obviously, but like. I love Genesis. I can I read Genesis one, two, and three more than I read anything else. But like, I love 
that's just because you start from the beginning and start over again. Yeah, because I forget. <laughs> like, I'm that person who reads and I go, oh, no, what did that say? And then I'm like, oh, man, I got to restart my Bible plan. Um, but I just I just love that. And and to your point, too, I think you, you talk about, like, the different kind of, like, things we can, we can the, the, the text, right, is saying about the character of God or, or how God's any, even interacting with creation, right? Like, I, I joke, like, Genesis 1 gives the quote-unquote credence to the scientific theory right around the Big Bang which is like things are set in motion and they kind of just happen. And Genesis two is the God that's like an hour image. Like, like that's it. That's what? Hold on. So it's not just like, God's like, I guess, you know, here, cool. Like, like all powerful, all awesome, like hovers over the, the chaos. Right. And like, just makes it happen mm-hmm. to like, is playing with the things that God makes. Like God's like, yeah, let's hang out. And I'm uh-huh. like, that's weird. Like, and they're just, there's super cool um different things and then and then um I love the whole the whole thing about Adam isn't like complete because Adam doesn't have a helper so God keeps bringing Adam animals and like I like to look at that of like some kid bringing somebody else going hey I want you to be happy with this like what do you think uh-huh. and he's like nah not it not <laughs> it not it and then Eve shows up and like it's just awesome <laughs> and Anyway, and then you get to Genesis three, and it all breaks, and and there's so much in those interactions which we won't go into today because I promised I wouldn't. Um, but even just like how that interaction is when Adam and Eve meet, and like they're connected to like how things kind of fall apart, I think is one of the clearest places for us as believers to look at and go, what is the thing? What are the things that are actually broken, and how do we understand them? And I go Genesis two and three are just like really good at getting to like the meat of that and going. Oh man, like that's, uh, and the last thing I'll add, and I want you to keep talking is people like Kelly, what's heaven going to be like? I go Genesis two. Hey God. Yeah. You want to go white water rafting? Yeah, let's do it. I go, cool. Let's do it. And like, it's just, but God loves to be with God's creation. Um, and God is a creative God and a fun God and enjoys us as we enjoy God. And it's this really cool picture um, anyway, so, uh, I love that you, when you talk about God creator, I love that you highlighted that because I, I feel like a lot of us, and I don't know about you watching and listening to this and Dave, you can speak to this too, is, um, I don't always feel like God is, enjoys creation, creator, God. I sometimes feel like God's mad at me or disappointed or upset or like, God's like, yeah, whatever, do your thing. And the way you preach this on Sunday, like Genesis 2 God, I'm not trying to say that Genesis 1 God and Genesis 2 God, whatever, but like that's a God who's very interested in me and wants to be with me and hang out with me and spend time with me. Yeah. And I love that you, you yeah. did that. Yeah, and, you know, the, the Apostles' Creed is already kind of a formal statement, and so it's formal language, and it <laughs> talks about Almighty God, and, you know. Um, and so I think your, your mind, it's easy for your mind to shift to the, the picture of God of Genesis one, uh, and forget really, um, you know, the God of Genesis two. So I'm hoping to kind of, uh, kind of complicate that picture of God, maybe a little bit, um, and make it, maybe make it more complete and more personal, yeah. um, to the folks as they recite the apostles creed to think it's not, well, it's not just the God who who is out in the cosmos somewhere. It's the God who is playing with mud pies you know, in the garden. Um, 
Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's very excitable, has fun, mm -hmm. enjoys things. Mm -hmm. um, and I, I love I, I love that take, Dave, because even like thinking about Jesus, it's like it's God with us, hanging out with us, talking to us. I mean, you know, and, and, and so you, so, and Jesus is fully divine and, and Genesis two, God is no less holy, no less almighty than Genesis one. God is just a different side mm -hmm. or a mm -hmm. different kind of explanation as to mm -hmm. who God is. And, mm -hmm. um, you know, I don't, again, referencing those who are watching and listening, right? Like, I'm not saying that I don't like to say like, it's easy to think of God this way. Cause I think that's just a stupid, it, it's not a stupid, it's just, a, it's just not a helpful way for us to like belittle our feelings or belittle our understandings. But like, um, learning to believe and to have faith in a God that is interested in creation, right. Who wants to hang out with us mm -hmm. and spend time with us is, um, is important. Yeah, it's it's how we like. I think one of the ways when we because we always talk about relationship with God, right? Mm -hmm. And people mm -hmm. want to talk about Genesis one or or an expression of God that's very like aloof. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, it's like an abusive partner. Like that's not that's not interested God. That's not God who's like wanting to hang out and like wants relationship. That's God who like wants me to get in line mm -hmm. and doesn't have time for me or mm -hmm. or, or doesn't care or doesn't actually like me but tolerates my existence. Yeah. And that's not the God we worship. So good job. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Is there anything, what, what's something else from, from your sermon Sunday that you'd, you'd want to share? Something else? Yeah. You talked uh, about trees. Well, I mean, they're part of the story. I mean, and the rivers are part of the story. And, you know, oh, surgery, no. uh, the first surgery. first surgery with <laughs> anesthesia is right there in Genesis 2. <laughs> it, well, I've always found that interesting because it, it really describes modern kind of surgery that's uh, technique um, that's being used there, you know, obviously way before mm -hmm. uh, it existed. So I, I find that kind of cool to, to pick that apart. But mm. So let me pick on a line there. So, so the reason I love the deep sleep line is there's only one other part of, of Scripture that I'm aware that deep sleep is mentioned, and it's when God makes the covenant with Abraham, which is like another one of my favorite parts of Scripture, which has nothing to do with today, but maybe another day we'll talk about it. Um, but yeah, I so there's trees and there's rivers and there's things and surgery and <laughs> be fruitful and multiply. Um, and so maybe you can speak to that too. It's like, wait, is there more than one person? There, besides Adam and Eve? Not in the story. Not in the story. <laughs> <laughs> it is interesting, though, that Adam is created and then placed into the garden. Yeah, that is weird. So it could be that there were other people um, around with Adam, that when Adam was created, he was then placed in, in Eden and those other people were not. That kind of cleans some things up later in, in you know, in... in uh, Noah and Cain and and those kind of those kind of stories. Oh, Cain! <laughs> mm. I love it. Mm -hmm. I love it. Yeah. So Genesis, uh, confusing, but also fun, but also confusing. <laughs> 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 but I do love. I do love that 
you know, you talk about the Apostles' Creed and we talk about God, the creator of heaven mm-hmm. and earth. Um, and then you tied it to to Genesis too. Mm-hmm. So I think it's a I think it's a really good representation of um because in the timeline, right? So if we're talking about when the Apostles' Creed is kind of hypothesized, and they decide like, hey, this is a really good expression of our mm-hmm. the core tenets of our faith, right? Um you know, this is after Jesus. And so like this is this is a um well the creed yeah talks about Jesus and the significance Jesus has. Right, right. Sure, so sure. so so in this is like people are learning and we're growing mm-hmm. and we're and mm-hmm. we're um calling attention to things we we're learning about God as people of God and and you know I'll I'll bring it back to a quote we had in our, our last kind of podcast series but um you know I'm not sitting here saying I'm adding to the canon. So before you get mad and you turn us off like not saying like I'm adding to the canon of scripture. No. <laughs> but one of my favorite things about scripture is that we see over time that people are like highlighting different attributes of God that maybe didn't highlight before. They're speaking to different things. And so the Apostles' Creed for me is another kind of expression of, of faithful people who are learning and growing like in 2024 we are learning and growing and so like your faith journey is not stagnant it doesn't you learn new things you contribute to the story of faith that will be passed on to the generations after you and i'm not saying mm. that i'm going to add to the scripture or i'm going to have a creed that like survives everything else but like is that not the encouragement as people of faith that we would take our personal experience and our testimonies of a god who loves us and who wants who created us and wants to be with us and share that with the future, like the generations who are coming up or the people who, who, who are around us. So that like that survives and that is a source of encouragement that we mm-hmm. share the gospel. And so I love the apostles creed and I love that you took this new thing <laughs> after and you tied it to one of the more ancient parts of the scriptures and you connected them. I just think it's really cool that you tied them together that way. Okay. So, I mean, you wouldn't do that. What would you do with the word? See, Dave just everybody. Get, what would you? The do other with thing the word you creator? need to say here, right? <laughs> Send an email in and just give Dave a compliment of me, like Dave, well done, good job. Um, no, but but like I just that thread that I see, mm-hmm. right? Of mm-hmm. like that you're taking this really cool, wonderful, important thing that we that we say, this creed that we believe in, and we we affirm and we hold mm-hmm. and we share, mm-hmm. and you're um, now. By the way, like Bible nerd, right? Genesis isn't the old, oldest manuscript we have. That's a different conversation for a different day. But um, I love that you're connecting those two, mm-hmm. right? And that we're finding that there's this consistencies we're seeing. Um, and I will never, for the rest of my life, not think of God uh, apart from Bud Pies. <laughs> well, good. It's <laughs> <laughs> your closing thought, Dave. Closing thought. Apostles' Creed is cool. It's <laughs> God is cool. We'll, Apostles' we'll, Creed is cool. We'll, we'll, and each week I'll pick a scripture that kind of ties to a different section of it. Love it. And uh, uh, we'll 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 walk through it. And uh, uh, I think it'll be a good Lent uh, season of Lent. Uh, this is a good exercise for Lent to kind of reconnect with our faith. Mm. Yeah. As a person who needs structure, <laughs> I need structure. Uh, and for me, when structure is uh, points me in a direction of freedom and 
exercise that helps me grow and learn, but doesn't confine me to a box. It's always really helpful. And so the Apostles' Creed and like just how you've kind of started this, Dave, mm-hmm. I'm really appreciative of that because it's, I get, yeah, I'm always excited, but very excitable. Um, but being able to talk about Genesis and tie it to something like gives me like something as we even get up from here tonight and I go home and I'm thinking about this, like I'm going to be like, ooh, like, um, so I guess, I guess my thought is, um, I love that you took the first Sunday of the Lenten season right after Ash Wednesday, right. To talk about God making mud pies and God being involved and invested Mm -hmm. and intimate, Mm -hmm. um, because I, for me, sometimes Lent is portrayed as this very God mad, we bad, bleh, as opposed to like, um, yeah, we got to confront some of that stuff and work through that, but we're working through it with God, not distant yeah. God who doesn't care. Mm-hmm. Um, so again, well done. Thank you. I'm Pastor Kelly. And I'm Pastor Dave. We'll catch you next week during the day. Maybe. <laughs> Bye.